Hey everybody, welcome to Valley Creek. We are Valley Creek, which means we are one church that meets in multiple campuses and carries the hope of Jesus to thousands of locations. And why is that? Because wherever you go, that's where Jesus goes. And so, welcome to Valley Creek. If this is your first time with us, or if you're newer with us, I want to take a moment and welcome you here. I'm so glad that you came today on this special Next Steps weekend. I'm going to explain more about what that is in just a second. But before I do, we have something that we need to celebrate. Last weekend, God spoke, and we listened. And Jesus said, move, and we moved. Valley Creek, we are so proud of you. It's a really, really big deal. You are bringing hope to our city and beyond. So thank you for looking to Jesus and finding hope in him. Thank you for sharing that hope with others. Thank you for leaning in. Thank you for believing the best. Thank you for being Valley Creek. Thank you for being a Jesus-focused, spirit-filled, life-giving, hope carrier of Jesus. Everywhere you go, in every area of life, wherever you set your feet to, that's where you're bringing the hope of Jesus. So thank you for responding. It's a really big deal. A really, really big deal. You see, Jesus was the Father's response of love to us, and bringing the hope of Jesus to a lost, hurting, and broken world is our response of love to them. And that's what you did during this missional move. We are a movement of hope for the city and beyond. You see, a movement is made up of people who are actually moving. Yes, a movement has begun. And so the very worst thing we could do is stop moving. And so that's what we're not going to do. We're not going to stop this movement. You see, you were created to move. You see, movement shows us that we have vitality, life, development. In fact, it's a sign of health. Think about when a baby is born. When a baby is born, after it stops crying, right, so actually after it starts crying, you know that baby's good to go in its lungs, and then the doctor starts to look for this, the crazy arm movements that they start to scare themselves with, and, and a movement of their heart. Movement equals life in that child. If you get hurt, you need physical therapy. Learning to move the thing that's hurt equals health. It equals movement and development of whatever that limb is that got hurt. In relationships, you realize that all the relationships in your life require movement. Husbands, sometimes your relationships require you to move from the house to the trash can outside. Maybe from the yard out to you know, working on the trees or the lawn. It requires movement. If you want to date somebody, you got to don't just stand there, bust a move. You got to move. You got to make the ask. You got to actually move. You see, all the experiences in your life happen after movement. Think about that for a second. Every experience in your life happens after movement. See, the world has been pioneered and explored because someone moved. You wouldn't even know anything outside your four walls without movement. So it's with movement that the world opens up. It's with movement that relationships thrive. It's with movement that you experience life. And the same is true in the spiritual realm. It's with movement that the spiritual world opens up, that your spiritual relationships thrive, your relationships within this church family. And it's with movement that you experience the fullness of the life that God has for you. So we're going to continue to move. But what does continued movement actually look like? Well, check this out. Matthew chapter 4 starting in verse 18. 
As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, interesting that he was already in motion. He was already moving. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. Come follow me, he said, and I will send you out to fish for people. And at once they left their nets and they followed him. So we just finished the Missional Move series, but what does continued movement look like? Well, it looks like following Jesus. It looks like a lifestyle of taking next steps. You notice in the passage it says, at once they left their nets, like they gotta go, like they did it immediately. They started to follow him. And if we're going to continue the movement, we must follow Jesus one next step at a time. We are on a journey to continue to take next steps with Jesus. But, but what's a next step? Let's talk about that for a second. Well, the next step is simply any belief or behavior that moves you along on your journey with Jesus. And so you don't take next steps to become significant, you take next steps because in Jesus, you are significant. And see, ex- uh, next steps are not just expectations to fulfill, they are discoveries to be made. Discovering more about who you are and who God is and what you were created to do. So every next step, Every opportunity to follow Jesus is a step we want to take. You see, there's millions of different next steps you can take, but your journey is unique to you. That's the great part. There's nobody on the sidelines. There's nobody on the outside looking in. There's a next step for you to take every single time. So this weekend is exactly what we're going to do. It's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to take next steps. This is next steps weekend. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk you through five possible next steps that you can take in this next season. Say that with me, five steps. I'm gonna walk you through five possible next steps. What I want you to do is I want you to think about one, which might be the right step to take this weekend. So here's the first one. The first step we wanna encourage you to take is the step of baptism. So baptism is one of the very first steps in our spiritual journey. It's actually not the first one. It's the second of the steps that we take in our spiritual journey. The first one comes out of Romans uh, 10, 9. The first one comes out of Romans 10, 9, which says, if we confess in our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So your very first step is a step of agreement and belief. It's agreement that Jesus is Lord, that he is who he says that he is and did what he said that he did, and that you believe that he was raised to life for your life. That is the first step. Your entire spiritual journey comes to that point. It actually says, okay, are you going to start to follow by initially saying yes to Jesus? So we'd be remiss on this next steps weekend if we didn't just ask this question. Have you ever taken that first step? Like agreeing and believing. Agreeing that Jesus is Lord, believing that his life is for your life. Because when you say yes to Jesus, amazing things happen. And so the next step after that is the step of baptism. So baptism is simply when we tell the world that Jesus is Lord and we're going to follow him. When we're baptized, we align ourselves with Jesus, who was also baptized. When we go under the water, aligning ourselves with his death and burial, and come up out of the water in his resurrection. And so baptism is a great first step of obedience after saying yes to Jesus as Lord. Of the 2,000 plus people that we have baptized in the last seven years at Valley Creek, a vast majority of those are adults. And a vast majority of those adults started their journey by saying, I'm going to follow Jesus into the waters of baptism, and I'm going to do it of my own choice. Like, like nobody's going to choose this for me. I'm choosing 
to say yes to Jesus. I'm choosing to do what Jesus did and go into the waters of baptism. So baptism uh, is done on the weekends. It's gonna be done on the weekend of March 21, 24. And so we'd love to help you sign up for that next step of baptism. Before we do that though, I think it's important to let you know if you haven't been here for you know, baptism services, what it's like when someone gets baptized. So on the count of three, I would like everybody in this room to display to our newer people here what baptisms are like in the services. Ready? One, two, three. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a little bit like that because we celebrate each and every next step. We celebrate you going into the waters of baptism. We encourage you, go into the waters by full immersion of your choice and say yes to Jesus in that first step. So that's the first one. Here's the second possible next step. <laughs> this is going to be kind of tricky. The second possible next step is to go to first step. Okay, first step is a series of three classes. If you've ever said to yourself, I would love to go to a class that just put to words what the culture of Valley Creek is like. Like, what's it like to be here at Valley Creek? Like, I see it and I've been here and I've been checking things out, but what is it really, what's the words that go along with that? Well, that's what we do in the first step classes. So it just puts all of our vision and our values and the heart of who we are on display in those classes. If you're newer with us, if you've never gone through those, this is the step. This is the one we want to encourage you towards this weekend. These are also great classes to get to know some people. So we, we set it up in tables. We make it super easy to get to know somebody. It's not scary. It's, it's everybody in there is just taking that kind of first step with us. So those happen every single month, a series of three classes. We'd love to invite you to that. You can register for those before you leave today. It is a great way to learn about the heart of Valley Creek. If by chance you think, I've already done those, I've been there, done that, you haven't done these classes because these are brand new. These, they're literally based on brand new vision and values that Jesus has been speaking to us. We'd love to invite everybody to go through the first step classes. All right, that was the second one. Here's the third one. Third possible next step for this weekend. Groups. And even as I say that out loud, I'm so glad some people are cheering because for the rest of you, groups can strike fear to the core. Does that mean I'll have to go to somebody's house that I don't know? Does that mean that I'll have to put something on my schedule I don't have time for? Does that mean that I'm gonna to have to pray out loud? Does that mean that I'm gonna to have to recite scripture that I don't have memorized? The answer is yes to all of those. You have to, no, that's not true. You don't do that in groups. Groups are not scary. Here's what groups are. Groups are an opportunity for you to make some friends and dig deeper into the revelation that God has for your life. Here's just a good way to think about it. Groups are where you can get the best access to the true treasures of heaven. People and God's revelation. Like that's it. If you just said, what's a group about? I'm getting the best access I can to the true treasure of heaven. God values people, God values revelation. Revelation, when something that was covered is being un, you know, uncovered, revealed, revelation. And so the reason that groups help with that is because we take the discussion guide from the weekend messages, all those weekend messages are like, oh, blew my mind, like that's amazing. We take the discussion guide and we break it down further in every single group. We talk about it, you look across the way and you realize, oh, you don't have it all figured out? I don't have it figured out either. Let's figure this out together. That's what happens in group life. Because life is not meant to be lived in rows, it's meant to be lived in circles. Right now, we're sitting in rows. And so there's an element of that that's true for when we gather, but deeper meaning, deeper life happens in circles with one another. You need a group when things are going good so you can have a group when things are bad. Hear me. 
You need a group now if things are going good, so you can have a group later if things go bad. I had a conversation um, about a week and a half ago with Mary, who's an awesome leader here, and she's got a great group of ladies, and she was saying, I need groups so bad right now in my life because... My dad was just diagnosed with stage four cancer. My mom is going through rehabilitation with her leg. My ladies have surrounded me. They brought me meals. They've been taking us to the doctor. They've been hanging with us and and, and helping me make decisions. My mind is all chaotic with all of this. I'm so glad I have a group. That is why we are so strong about you being connected to the life flow and the groups here at Valley Creek Church. It's where life transformation happens. So we invite each and every person to say yes to being a part of a group, we know it takes courage. We know you gotta be brave to try it out, but do you believe that some of the best friends you will ever have, you have yet to meet? Because if you do, a great way to find some of those is in groups here at Valley Creek. I'm not saying they're all gonna be your best friends, I am saying that the Lord has something for you in groups. All right, the fourth possibility is to join a team. Join a team. Matthew 20, 28 says, Jesus, the son of man, didn't come just to be served, but he came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So we're a part of a movement of hope. I want you to see if you can catch this. We're part of a movement of hope. And so a movement is defined when a bunch of individuals submit their unique gifts, passions, resources, and talents to a common good for an exponential return. A movement is defined When a bunch of unique individuals submit gifts, passions, resources, talents to the good for an exponential return. Literally, a movement is made up of serving one another. So we give each other our gifts and our passions and and all of our talents. That's how a movement occurs. And so that's what we're doing. So joining a team, joining a serve team is a great way to keep that movement going in our church family and in your life. Our movement is when we serve one another. Our movement is when we serve the whole city and beyond. Remember, one of the things we talked about during Missional Move is that we got like 750 serve team members that we're going to have to raise up in the next four years. Guess what? A lot of those people are sitting in this room right now. We, we need you. Like, we need you to step into that. And if you thought to yourself, like, hey, I want to be a part of this campus, and when are we going to move to this campus, and tell me more about that, the best way to be a part of what's going to happen at a future campus is to join a team right now. So you can join us in that by joining on a team. And parents, let me just encourage you. You want to create spiritual movement in the life of your students? Serve with them. Help them get outside themselves. Like go and open doors on the weekend and smile at people and shake hands and be the life-giving nature of Valley Creek to people that walk in. Go and serve the kids in the kids' room and love on some babies and love on some toddlers. Teach your kids that they don't ever want to have babies until a lot later in their life. Do those kind of things because that's the kind of thing that you can do. You can instill that into your student by serving with them. This is awesome. There was a quote that a parent gave us regarding her son that's currently serving in kids. I want you to hear this. Because my son serves on your team and you've poured into his life and spent time developing him, we have seen him step into the person that God has created him to be. He recognizes himself as a leader now. He knows that even as a student, he can make a difference in a kid's life. He has more confidence than ever. He has poured over, this is poured into every area of his life. His friendships, his relationships with his family, his school, work, etc. That's awesome. So that's the kind of return we see when you join a team. That's the kind of thing we see happen when you take your student with you to join a team. 
I want to encourage you guys, if you're tired of hearing about hopelessness and anxiety and worry and all this in the next generation of students, then we could use you. Because we have between four and 500 students here on campus every single Wednesday night. And I know what you're thinking. I didn't even like high school. Why would I want to go hang out with other high schoolers? Well, maybe if you would have had a you to hang out with you when you were in high school, it would have been a different story. And so you right now can pour into the life of our students just by joining Hub or any other of the serving opportunities we're going to have out into the atrium. Hear me, you will never have enough time for everything. You will always have enough time for the right thing. Serving is a right thing. The phrases, I'm too busy and I'm not qualified, are ungodly beliefs. Because you always have the time to live the life and love the people that God has placed in front of you. And you are absolutely qualified because you have the spirit of the living God in you to serve others with. He will empower you to love them and serve them and be hope in their life. You are qualified and you have enough time, you can join a serve team. We want to encourage you in that area. We'd love to have you on our serve teams. All right, so that was the fourth one. Here's the fifth one. The fifth one's a little new. You may not have heard of this one before. So we want to invite you to consider coming on Tuesday nights to Valley Creek. So we're trying to build out Tuesday nights to be a place during the middle of the week, a harbor that you can come to to refill your boat, right? We've been using the analogy saying that when you go out into the areas of life, you're like a boat and you need to be refilled at the harbor. Well, sometimes it's a long time from a Thursday to Thursday or a Sunday to Sunday, and you would like to be able to come and join in with what God's doing in this place. Well, why not come on Tuesday nights? Because on Tuesday, we're going to do all kinds of things on campus to help equip you in all kinds of ways, like prayer nights. We're going to continue to do on the first Tuesday every month prayer nights where we take ground in prayer. We took a lot of ground in prayer during the missional move. We're not giving up that ground. We're going to keep on praying. We're going to learn deep, more deeply how to pray. And so we're going to do that on the first Tuesday. We're also going to do like leadership sessions to help equip you in any area of leadership in your life. We're going to do things like grow classes. Those are going to be practical uh, classes for different areas and, and things that you need to learn about or want to learn about. We're going to have rooted experiences. Last year, we did rooted experience all year long on Monday mornings. All we did is came together, read a chapter of the Bible, talked about it. If you're thinking, I don't know much about the Bible, we were learning together. So we'd love to invite you to join us in the rooted experiences. And then finally, we're just going to have an open atrium and cafe for you to meet people, to grab a coffee, to hang out, to have a group there. We just want to open this place up, man. I don't know about you. Sometimes I can use a harbor in the middle of the week because sometimes my week is just like that. And so if that's you too, if you'd like to come here, join us for Tuesday nights. We'd love to invite you to that. In Acts chapter 2, it says that they met every single day together in the temple courts. Every single day, they took time to meet together. They took time for their boats to be refilled at the harbor. And then here's what happens at the end of that passage. It says the Lord added to their number daily those that were being saved. So there is a direct correlation between how much we meet together and walk in obedience and people coming to know Jesus in this place. You know why? Because when they see how awesome it is to be here and the joy of being part of this church, they want that. I want what they're having. And so that's part of what happens when we gather together and get refilled and our boats are joyful boats going out into our life that God has called us to. Joyful boats, that's what we're gonna have. So what is, why does all of this matter? Why is this all so important? Well, check this out in John 20, I'm sorry, 12, 26. John 12, 26. If you want to be my disciple, follow me and go where I'm going. 
And if you truly follow me as my disciple, the Father will shower his favor upon your life. Catch it. You can only give what you've received. And so if you want to have favor pour over your life and spill out onto other people and just flow through you, you have to follow Jesus. You have to actually take next steps on your journey with Jesus. There is a correlation to the favor that you'll experience and other people experiencing it in and through your life to following Jesus, to taking that just one next step at a time. So I just gave you a total of five. We only want you, we don't need you to be overwhelmed. Don't think like, I don't know which one I'm gonna do. Just go ahead and plan on picking one of those or one of any other next steps that are available to you in the atrium as we leave service. But I wanna finish with this thought. This is really important with us as a campus and, and as Valley Creek Church. Do you guys remember that our theme from last year was rooted in Jesus, flourish in life? Anybody remember that? Rooted in Jesus, flourish in life. So all last year we talked about getting rooted and letting our roots grow deep into the ground, deeply rooted in Jesus. And we said that when that happens, we're going to produce fruit for ourselves and our immediate family and we'll produce fruit that will help feed the world, help feed those around us. And one of the things that came out of last year was this idea that you can't rush what God is doing because you're going to need it for the days, of he- days ahead. In fact, we said that that was a prophetic word for us at the beginning of 2018, carried all the way through the year, even to now. You can't rush what God's doing. You're going to need what he's doing for the days ahead. Well, we are in the days ahead. This time frame is the days ahead. And so don't miss it. All that time getting rooted, all that time spending time getting deeply rooted into Jesus, it's starting to pay us back in the form of movement in our lives, in the area around us, people having breakthrough in ways that they hadn't seen before. We are in the days ahead. And so it's a great time to take just a next step. It's a great time to take one next step. So that really is the question then, what is just one next step that the Lord's been putting on your heart, something that you are being invited to move into. In fact, go ahead and take a look at the seat back in front of you. There's a card in there that looks a little bit like this, or maybe it's on the, you know, close to your seat there. On this card, and you can fill this out if you want to, if you fill out your name on, on this side and give us your information and then check one of these areas, what you can do is you can take this card out into the atrium after service and take it to the table that it matches. If you leave that at the table, we'll be in contact with you. So we'll do the work to to help you just take a real easy baby step into whatever that area is and answer any questions you have. All we need for you is just to leave that with us and then we'll be in contact and we're gonna help you take those steps. That's a huge, huge part of what we're called to do. Remember our phrase, we're like Home Depot. You can do it. We can help. So that's what we want to do. We want to help you take just one next step on your journey. Don't let it be overwhelming. If you just heard some of the stuff I said and you're thinking to yourself, oh, that all sounds scary and horrible. Okay, listen, I know sometimes taking those next steps, not knowing exactly what it's going to be like or how it's going to turn out or how can I do it or what's, what's what's going to happen. I know. I have been there. I've had times when I've had to take next steps and I was like, this is crazy. But hear me. Every single time you do, the freedom that you experience on the other side of that step is phenomenal. It is the goodness of God in your life to take that step and then see how he works. 
We are a movement of hope for the city and beyond. In order to be a movement, you have to actually move. So Valley Creek, let's keep moving. All right, let's pray. So Lord, we do, we just say um, taking next steps with you is uh, an adventure of a lifetime. And so it is discoveries to be made about who I am and who you are and what I'm created to do. I just declare over every single person in this room right now that we would boldly walk into every next step as it comes in front of us one step at a time. We'd have a whole bunch of people that realized that they are uh, living in the vitality, the life, and the development that comes along with movement. That movement is a good thing, and it's the way you set it up, and it's how we're built, and it's, and it's who we're supposed to be. We are supposed to move one next step at a time. So Jesus, we declare that we will always be a church that follows you, and we will always be a church that helps individuals take their next step on their journey with Jesus because to follow you is to follow into a life of freedom. Let there be more freedom, let there be more movement, let there be more hope rise in this place. Let the hope of Jesus rise in our hearts, even as we follow you into an amazing journey, one next step at a time. Thank you, Lord, for the steps that we've taken. Thank you, Lord, for our missional move. Thank you for what you're doing in this time. We feel it. We feel you on the move, and so we want to follow. We want to be a part of it. We want to keep that momentum going. We love you, Lord. In your name, amen. Amen. Amen.